Queendom. Welcome to episode 139 of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast. I'm your co-host, Emily. And I'm your co-host, Charity. We have a fun show for you this week. As always, two heavyweights in the K-Pop industry, big timers, Taeyang from Big Bang and Jimin from BTS, have teamed up to give us the single vibe. We're going to give you our full opinions on that one. The ladies of Got the Beat are back. One year later, the supergroup from SM uh, released their first mini album. So we're going to talk about Stamp on It. And we have a new group, a new a group that debuted about a month and a half ago. They're called Sheed, X-E-E-D. And this group's making headlines because they debuted older members. The youngest member is 26 years old. So you know Charity and I had to talk about that one. Oh, yeah. We've got some... K-pop news, song of the week. Charity, how are you doing this week? I'm good. I feel like we're getting into like the blah of January because I feel like January feels like the longest month. <laughs> well, and like East Coast, like cold, cloudy. Oh, day. yes, yes. I feel like you now you have the warmth. But yes, the cold, the... Ugh. We haven't had a ton of snow, but it's just like windy and so cloudy like every day. Nope. No, nope. yeah, I can't blah. do it. I can't do it. I'm from, I'm, I, I am from Pittsburgh and it is just like, I, I can't do gray cold ever again. Yeah. Uh, the rain has finally stopped here in Los Angeles. So we're back to sunny days. I'm so grateful for it. But I know what you mean. January is a long month. Yeah, it really, it really is. And it's just like, okay, well, K-pop. <laughs> always always k-pop the k-pop never stops that's one consistency no matter what month no matter what's happening there's gonna be new k-pop releases Thank and <laughs> well we'll be here to talk about it welcome back to our loyal queendom the best listening community in all of podcasts we appreciate you thank you for coming back for another episode if this is your first time listening to the new york city k-pop queens podcast welcome we're happy to have you we do this podcast once a week. It comes out every Friday morning. We started the podcast when both of us were located in New York City, but now we're bi-coastal. I'm located mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. So you might be like, wait a minute. That's what's going on. Uh, <laughs> Emily, Emily's in LA now, but we're still the New York City K-pop queens at heart no matter what. So if you'd like to give us a follow, if you'd like to connect with us, NYC K-pop queens on social media, Instagram and Twitter, slide into the DMs. Let's be friends. We love taking suggestions. If there's a group that has a comeback coming up that you've never heard us review, let us know. We really, that's one of our favorite things is discovering new groups. So please don't be shy. Slide into those DMs and also just say hi. There's something we love to talk about more than anything. It's biases. Let oh, uh, Please slide, slide into those DMs <laughs> and let us know you're all biases, you're all group. That's uh, it's probably not just us. I think a lot of K-pop fans love to talk biases, but don't be shy. We're here to make friends. We love building this community of K-pop lovers from around the world. Speaking of our queendom, every week we ask questions on our Twitter poll questions. So if you'd like to participate, follow us on Twitter, NYC K-pop Queens. We've got a full show tonight, Charity. So let's get to some of these poll results. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned in the intro, we are going to talk about the new boy group Sheed tonight, and they made headlines because they debuted older members. The members range in age from 26 to 30. So our question, do you think labels should debut more groups with older members or keep it the way it is, debuting groups with young members prior to enlistment? Charity, what's your opinion on this one? 
I like this idea of older members that have already enlisted, so then you don't have to separate from them. Yeah, there's a lot of advantages to that. I think from a labels point of view, younger is easier to control. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I, I think from a business perspective, I see both sides. I'm mm-hmm. I think I don't think 26 is that old. Sorry, no. guys. Yeah. <laughs> that's in my brain, that's not old. Uh so I think you could debut at 26 and still kill it. But I understand both sides here. The Queendom, 96% of you voted older debut older members Mm. as opposed to younger which only got four percent so the queendom has spoken charity yeah that's why they are a queendom (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) we get we get it the next question vibe by taeyang and jimin do you love it it's fine or not my fave we're gonna hold off on giving our opinions because we're about to review this one But this was interesting. Mixed results here from the Queendom. 40% love it. 35% think it's okay. They said it's fine. And 25% said not my fave. Interesting. So yeah, a little mixed bag here for this one. I'm excited to talk about it with you. And our last question, the ladies have got the beater back. Their first song, when they debuted last year, it was Step Back. The new song is called Stamp On It. So we have to compare them. What's your favorite one? Stamp on it or step back. Again, we're going to wait. We're going to give our opinions here in a few minutes. But this one was really close. 55% voted for stamp on it. 45% step back. So the new song won by a smidge, by a little bit. Are you surprised, Charity? Uh, a little bit. Okay. We're going to get to it. It's got, I feel like tonight's going to be spicy. I feel like tonight's going to be spicy. Uh, <laughs> Just based on these results, it's like some people are feeling this, some people aren't. Yeah, this is going to be a spicy one. Tune in here, Queendom. Buckle up. (laughs) Um, Before we get to the reviews, let's do some Queendom shout outs. We see where you're listening from every week. And we just want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for listening, for embracing us with open arms and being part of this podcast. We appreciate you. Queendom shout outs, Washington, D.C. We've got some friends in D.C. We see those numbers going up. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Henrietta, Oklahoma, Corona, California, Hillsboro, Oregon, Johannesburg, South Africa, Yangon, Myanmar. I'm trying my best to pronounce all of these, so apologies and no disrespect meant. Uh, Oldenzaal, Netherlands. Kent, England, and massive Queendom shout out to all of our friends in Sri Lanka. We see you every week. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. It's time, Charity. Let's get to it. Taeyang, a superstar from Big Bang. He is both of our bias from Big Bang, which rarely happens. But in that group, we have the same bias. He's a legend in K-pop world. He has a new single out where he personally asked Jimin from BTS to be on it, to be featured. He wanted to work with Jimin. The song is called Vibe. Charity, is this song a vibe? What's your opinion? We got to talk about this song. To me, the song is a vibe. It is a perfect R&B song. It's got a retro sound. And the beat drop, as it goes into the chorus, to me, sounds like the same beat from Belle Bib DeVoe's Poison, which I'm obsessed with that song. I love that beat drop. The rhythm, guitar, and percussions in this song, such a groove. I'm obsessed with the chorus. I think Tang and Jimin sound amazing, and I thought their vocals really complement one another so well. 
I love this song. This song was on repeat for me. What did you think? Disagree. Um, <gasps> you disagree. don't like it? No, I'm going to tell you why. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm oh disappointed with the song. <laughs> my, my expectations were, let me talk. My expectations were so high because this is K-pop royalty teaming up. But I've got to be honest, the song, it's not, it's not horrible, but it left me a little flat. It definitely has that throwback feel. I get what you're saying with Belba DeVoe, that 90s sound. It's very apparent. But to me, this felt like a B-side, not a strong single. I loved Taeyang's opening vocals. But when it got to the rap part, I was a little bit thrown off. It just felt so cheesy and basic. Like that, this could be the one and only anthem. I was like, ooh, what are we doing? The chorus is good. I like the chorus. I think it's okay, but I'm just not excited. And to be honest, when Jimin came in, I felt really happy. I was, I had this like, oh my God, yes, yes. I'm so happy to hear Jimin's voice. He sounds great on this. And I think he did a wonderful job. But I will say in the verses, I don't think the style and the phrasing lets him show what he can do. He killed it on the bridge. They both did. But my biggest takeaway from this song was it's okay. I would be with the queendom that said it's fine, but this isn't a song I'm going to go back to. And I also just couldn't stop thinking about how much I just want to hear Jimin. And I'm so like thirsty for his solo album. Like I miss Jimin. I didn't realize how much I missed Jimin until he came in on the song. And I was like, oh, Jimin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not like a total loss, but my expectations were really high. And I think everyone's are going to be for a song like this when you have these two legends. And I just didn't think, it just didn't blow me away. What about the music video? Uh, shirtless Taeyang is always a good start. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's always going to give us what we want there. He looks great. I wasn't a huge fan of his like Michael Jackson dance moves. Uh-huh. Like I just think, again, like this felt a little cheesy to me. And I love him. It pains me to say that. But I was just like, ugh. I love the choreography in the chorus. I love the choreography in the chorus. It's great. And he's such a charismatic performer that I was like, oh, yes. I like the chorus a lot. Jimin looks so good. I love his black leather jacket, that classic Mm -hmm. cool feel. Uh, It's fun watching them dance together. It's like two legends. They're both great performers. Jimin in that white outfit, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I will say um, Taeyang's hair when it's straightened isn't my favorite look on him. That's all I'm going to say. I don't like that look. I, <laughs> I liked it when it was like slicked back, but I think when it was straightened, it it just doesn't work as well. The black suits were a great look. Black suits always work in K-pop videos. That's the go-to. If I didn't know what to put a male K-pop guy, like how to style him, you just do a black suit shirtless. Perfect. The dance, it's going viral. Taeyang did it with Felix and Hyunjin, which I loved. He did it with La Seraphime. I love that he's like breaking barriers uh, with it with the record labels, you know? Yeah. Like for a YG guy, a Big Bang guy, to do a duet with Hybe BTS, that's already mm-hmm. huge. And then he's making it a point to film these dance videos with like Felix and Hyunjin. The, you know, the guys from JYP and La Seraphime back at Hybe. It's smart. It's really yeah. cool. It's really fun. So I, I thought the video, I mean, it worked. It worked. It's hard to have a bad video with these two. What did you think? I, I loved it. I mean, again, Taeyang shirtless with the sexy slick 
back blonde <laughs> hair. I was immediately invested and I loved it. I thought him and Jimin both looked really hot. I liked how each of them were introduced on camera with the silhouettes and kind of the gold lighting behind them. Mm. I really liked the Michael Jackson inspired choreography. I'm I no, love cheese no. though. I'm you know no, I'm a wow. <laughs> I love no. when Taehyung goes up on his toes. Um, no. They're both incredible dancers. I loved watching them side by side. I loved it. I ate it up. What did you think of the set? Because I thought the set was pretty basic, but it looked like it was, it was expensive. Basic, like yeah. they actually built it like in a hangar. It wasn't like CGI, but it was pretty yeah. basic set. Do you think that that like played to the strengths of the song or did they need more dynamic stuff going on? I mean, they're both really good looking. I don't think you need much more, honestly. Like, yeah. I, I'm like, you honest, they could have had paper bags on if they'd given me shirtless. I'd been fine. Like, I guess they're wearing paper bags now. Like, I'm so easy to please sometimes. <laughs> I, well, and what I really liked was that they, um, they didn't have dancers. Yeah. Like yeah. last week, I talked about how Moonbin and Sanha, it was a little bit awkward, the dance formations that they were doing with dancers during their music video. I love that these two, Taeyang and Jimin, didn't have dancers. It was just the two of them. Mm -hmm. You don't need distraction. You know, like I, I was really happy to see that. And I thought that that was smart. I don't think they needed a big, elaborate, like storyline and a bunch of other yeah. stuff. They don't need it. But, but I was like, wow, this is a pretty basic set and kind of a basic video for these two superstars because I think, like, their performance was the central mm -hmm. part of it, not everything else. So even though it's basic in K-pop standards, I think it worked. I'm a fan. Charity's a fan. I think it's okay. I don't hate the song, but a little disappointed, if I'm being honest. Uh, I can't wait for Jimin's solo. I cannot wait for Jimin to come out and do some solo yeah. stuff. I cannot wait to hear what his sound is going to be mm -hmm. and see... Oh, I'm excited. Why don't we play a clip for the Queendom? So if you haven't heard Vibe, you can vibe with it now. This is Vibe from Taeyang featuring Jimin. I love the song. It's all right. Emily was okay with it. It's, it's fine. Uh, it's not my favorite. It's not the worst. But I'm excited for Jimin because he, like, loves Taeyang. Uh, Taeyang mm -hmm. just sat down with Suga for Suga's show where he drinks and interviews people. And Suga was telling him, like, Jimin used to try to be you. Like, have you ever heard him do his impersonation of you? Like, you're his idol. And what's funny is I was thinking back to when BTS debuted Jimin, when he was younger and a little beefier, kind of reminded me of mm -hmm. Yang a bit. Yeah, like he did yeah. have a similar look and feel. And then as he grew up, you know, he matured into a young man with a different look and a different vibe. Yeah. But I can see when he was younger, him wanting mm -hmm. to emulate Yang because there was a similarity there. Yeah. So it's interesting. All these years later, he gets to work with him. That's exciting. Pretty cool. I wish Yang put out a whole album, though. Like I want more yeah. than just a song. Give us an album. Give us a big bang reunion. Give us a tour. Oh, yeah. We're not asking for much. We're just asking for everything. 
anyways congratulations to them though i mean that's it's an epic release whether you love it or hate it it's a huge deal in the industry so breaking barriers here bts with big bang let's move on to another big release got the beat so got the beat came out last year they released one song called step back and got the beat it's kind of like the female super m right so it's like seven members from various sm groups but it's girl groups and these are like the best girls at SM and they form to make this like super girl group. Now they actually gave us an EP. So this is their second single and they gave us an album we get to talk about. The single, they debuted it on New Year's Eve. So we've had some time to sit with it. It's called Stamp On It. The EP is, all, is called Stamp On It, the first mini album. It's time to talk about Stamp On It. Does this get your stamp of approval, Emily? Or does it not? You know what? It does. And I think it's, this one works better for me than Step Back. I wasn't a fan of Step Back. I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. This one, and maybe it's because I've had a lot more time to sit with it, but I actually don't mind this song. The production's very on brand with SM. The switch up after the chorus is surprising and I love it. The baby, baby, baby part. I love that part. I think it's so cool. It's so well-placed. The vocalists get a chance to show off. So Wendy and Taeyeon kill their parts. I love them on the bridge. I like the dance break when you can hear that heavy beat coming in. Mm-hmm. Karina slays her rap. It's it's a tough girl song. Like these are the badass girls and I believe it. And I I think it's pulled off really well. It's not my favorite song on this project. I think there's some other songs on the album I enjoyed a little bit more. But it's grown on me since they debuted on New Year's, and I kind of like it. I'm kind of digging it. What do you think about Stamp on it? (sighs) You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It it only takes structure. And, And, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Nah, I mean. So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? You mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm y'all trying. Oh, yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. Oh, I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look, look, look. We all artists, man. We go. You feel me? We gonna have this like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right with this I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. I gotta lie. Don't play with it. Take that shit serious. It's not my favorite. I actually like Setback more. This, to me, it, the change-ups is not my favorite. Honestly, I feel like only Stray Kids do it so well. When other groups tend to do it, it, it feels jarring. Um, even when we did uh, Favorite by NCT, how yeah. that, that one that was very polarizing, that grown me eventually. But even Sticker. That, the, no, it was Sticker. sticker. Yeah, sorry. Sticker. Yeah. Sticker. Yeah. I was just like, oh, okay, that's different. This is having the same kind of effect where I'm like, I love the baby, baby part. I love that. I love the bridge. I love the girls sound amazing. Taeyeon, oh my God, vocal queen. But it's the tempo changes are too much for me. Hmm. I feel like it's really long. The song's very long. And uh, I think they they have such amazing vocals that I want – 
to hear them more sing than it'd be some kind of gimmick or some kind of let's do this now, let's do this now, let's change this, let's I don't know. It just felt like too much. Uh, like I think gimmick. it's on brand though for SM songs because I think like a lot of this is like NCT sounding. A lot of this is Super M. Like they have tons of switch ups in their songs, right? Yeah, but they're so but I the think girls it's aren't like that. But why not? Like, I think just because they're a girl group, yeah. they shouldn't be in the box of, like, lesser, less sophisticated production, if that makes sense. No, for um, sure. I don't know. I just, I just. Just, yeah, a, just doesn't vibe favorite. with you. Yeah. There are other songs I liked way better than this one. Okay. What about, before we move on to the album, what about the music video for Stamp on It? I thought that was cool. I thought they looked amazing um yeah i love all the bright colors the styling so sassy i love the choreography i thought it had a lot of like flowy long lines and the girls look very long and lean like they all look very model-esque um yeah. and Taeyeon with that sassy haircut so oh god she's so cute i love her um i i like the video a lot more than i like the song what did you think yeah, I like this video. I think it goes with the vibe of the song. They all look like bad bitches. They mm-hmm. every single one of them beautiful, strong, and cool. They're they're cool girls. Uh, Karina, though, I've got to give a shout out to Karina. She's a star. She's like it factor, it factor star. Because I think to stand out in this group is not easy. Yeah, she's among legends, and I thought she stole the music video. She looks like a model. She's so stunning visually. This is her era. For me, she's the it girl of K-pop, and she proved it in this music video again. She has such personality and confidence that a lot of the other girls that are in that conversation don't have. Like, Mm -hmm. they don't have it. I'm not going to say who I'm talking about. There's one young group (laughs) that's very popular. She's very boring. There's an older group that's very popular. Eh, boring. Karina, like, really really brings a lot when she performs uh so i'm excited to see her i liked the styling the black and white outfits are great Mm -hmm. um it's like a diamond heist in a museum it's a cool concept good choreography i loved the harder moves during the breakdown soggy kills it like she killed it uh but i've got to say karina and hyoyeon are my girls in this video i love them wendy's abs wendy (laughs) <laughs> Wendy has been showing off her abs for what feels like forever. And like, I want to know who her trainer is. Cause she ha- probably right. has the best abs in K-pop. She is ridiculous. She's already such a great singer. And then she like, Oh, by the way, <laughs> it's not easy for girls to get a six pack. And Wendy is just like, she's ridiculous. I liked the video. I thought it served its purpose. They all looked great and they're cool. They're the cool girls. It, it, it works. So for like the poll question, we're divided. You like Step yeah. Back more? Yeah, okay. I do. Yeah. I like Stamp on it more. Let's talk about the album. What were the songs that stood out to you? Um, I loved Goddess Level and Mala. My songs are Goddess Level and Rose. So okay. why don't you talk about Mala? I'll talk about Rose. We'll get to Goddess Level. Okay. I really love Mala. It's a Middle Eastern sounding flute mixed with like a really cool beat I thought the chorus is really catchy, and I love how they drag out the bad at the end of the chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, the harmonies and the ad-libs at the end are amazing. This is what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear them sing, and I was, like, so happy. This is this was, this was and Goddess are literally my favorite songs. 
What did you think of Rose? I, I love Rose too. That was actually good. Oh, the beat goes so hard from the start. Mm-hmm. That hard beat. I'm so here for it. And then you have these cool vocals come in singing Rose that brings this like feminine energy. I think it's a really interesting concept and it's a cool sound. I love Boa and Karina's vocals on this one. They're so good. It's just a great sound. It's a great song. It's a great Mm -hmm. song. And it has these lyrics like, you know, a rose that's wrapped in thorns. Like, Mm -hmm. I like the whole concept of this group. And I like the concept of a lot of these songs. But that beat on this one, this is like a badass song. This is a song to put on like when I need a confidence boost. I love it. (laughs) And then we have to talk about goddess level because we both chose that one. Talk about another song when you need a confidence boost. What stood out for you? Badass song. Um, I love the distorted kind of sounding saxophone. And I loved in the pre-chorus, there's this kind of acoustic sounding piano. And then it goes into the distorted sax in the chorus. I love the bridge, especially when Taeyeon hits that bacon note. I'm the sucker for that bacon note. I am. Anytime it has it in a song, I love it. (laughs) And Uh... I love her. I'm obsessed with her. What did you think? (laughs) Yeah, you're clearly obsessed with her. Uh... (laughs) I, I think in goddess level, Solgi starts it off with so much fire. It's definitely uh, I'm the queen, I'm better than you type of song. This is a confident song. It reminds me a little bit of like um, how you like that, Blackpink. Mm-hmm. Like the, not sonically, but the feel of that. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm a goddess. Like this is the song to listen to before you go out. Taeyong sings like one of her lyrics, everybody see me from head to toe. It's obvious. Mm-hmm. Yes, girl. Exactly. Like, I just love these really bravado, confident songs because for them, it doesn't feel like bravado. Like, these yeah. girls all know, yep, you're the one. Uh, like, you mentioned that saxophone on the chorus. I love that. I love that. More saxophone in every K-pop song, please. Please. I love it. And I thought it worked so well here on that chorus. So that song stood out a lot, too. And I think it, a song like that could have been a single. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. I also vibed with Outlaw mm-hmm. just because like, I feel like that's really a fun concept. You know, it reminded me of last week we talked about Monster X, Lone Ranger. Yeah. Now we've got Outlaws being an outlaw. And it, it this song to me felt very NCT. This was like such an SM song, but I found myself being like, Ooh, I like this. I liked this project. I think there's a lot of good songs on it and they asserted themselves pretty well. Um, I was, not, I'm going to be a hundred percent honest. I wasn't that excited because I wasn't a huge fan of step back and it was also kind of a bizarre rollout. Cause then we just didn't yeah. see them or hear from them again. Right. For <laughs> so a it's, year. Kind of, it's kind of weird. <laughs> so I'd be like a year later on new year's Eve again, they're back. Um, but I think this actually works. I think that if they wanted to tour this group and do what they did with super M they could, and yeah. it works. I like all these members together. The lineup is so good. This is such a great lineup. Yeah, I'm kind of here for this. Let's talk about our biases. Bias and bias wreckers. Um, remind everyone who your bias and wrecker are and if anything's changed. Uh, nothing's changed. Taeyeon is clearly my bias and Wendy is my wrecker. Okay. Um, mine may have changed a little bit. My bias will always be Karina. That's my that's my girl. I love her. Wrecker, it goes all over the place because I like mm-hmm. all six of the other members. <laughs> but I don't know. If I'm being honest, ever since I've... We did our old school review of Girls' Generation. I'm such a, fr- a fan of all of them. So, mm-hmm. like, Hyoyeon is probably my wrecker. 
Okay. I love her and her attitude and her her spunk. <laughs> so that's my record as of today. But my bias is forever Karina. Love it. Why don't we play a clip so the Queendom can hear? This is from Got the Beat, a super girl group from the SM label. Stamp on it. grow on me but it hasn't grown yet i'm vibing with this one i like it (laughs) (laughs) i'm here for this i'm here for it listen to more people because at first on new year's i was like eh, no now i'm i'm with it i love this i like these ladies i think they're badasses yeah big time so yeah this was a great project and i hope we get to hear and see more from got the beat let's move on it's time for our favorite segment of the show so charity knows what it is the Queendom knows what it is. Bang Chan from Stray Kids knows what it is. And of course I know what it is. It's quiz time. Baby, baby, baby. This week we have a fun quiz. It's just which K-pop song are you? It's a basic K-pop quiz. Um, since we're talking about superstars from all over the place with Jimin and Taeyang and the girls have got the beat. We decided to do a generic fun K-pop quiz. So if you'd like to play along with us, a link for the quiz is in the description of the podcast you're listening to right now. We will also post it on Friday morning on our Twitter. Take the quiz. Let us know who you got. We love seeing the results. Last week's quiz, nobody got their bias. Remember how we both got Minhyuk and we were like, no, yeah. wrong. He's not my bias. All of the queendom that responded. Mm-mm. Nobody yeah. got their bias. So it wasn't, wasn't one of the best. Let's see how this one goes tonight. Are you ready, Charity? I'm ready. Okay, question number one. Your typical Friday night consists of going out to the club, partying the night away, reading, let's talk about books, watching K-dramas with some tissues for my tears, catching up on V live streams for my faves, sleeping because who needs to go outside when I have my bed, or playing Uno with good pals. Um, These days it's reading. I've been downloading new books on my Kindle, so I will go with that one. Hmm. Friday nights I usually like to stay in and chill. Saturday nights mm-hmm. are kind of go out. So I'll say I'm watching K dramas. Okay. On most days, you find yourself listening to acoustic versions of your favorite songs, upbeat songs, lovely ballads, intense, invigorating songs, live stages with harmonizing vocals, or something that makes me feel sexy. Okay, so like what type of song we listen I listen to most days? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, probably like intense invigorating songs i gotta go with the sexy songs shocker okay well surprise surprise uh (laughs) (laughs) how do you celebrate your birthday a roller skating party family dinner (laughs) 
Let's go to the club. A competitive game of bowling or why celebrate? I'm just another 365 days older. <laughs> I actually did bowling last year for my birthday, so I'll say that one. Uh, I'm going to say family dinner. What fruit describes you? A bright orange gleaming in the basking sunlight. <laughs> a ripe tomato ready to sauce it out in the delicious pasta. A deep red apple. A lonely, lonely banana. <laughs> Or LOL, who eats fruit? I like the writer of this one. There's a lot there's a yeah, lot of yeah. detail in these answers. Appreciate you. I'm gonna say a bright orange gleaming in the baking sunlight. I'm gonna say a ripe tomato ready to suss it out in the delicious pasta because that's funny. Okay. <laughs> What's your favorite color? Yellow, blue, red, green, pink, or none of these options? Green. I'm going to go with yellow. What quality in a person is more attractive to you? A sweet and caring personality? Mysterious personality? Arms are pretty nice. A good sense of humor? Or definitely looks? Uh, I like a lot of those. Um, (laughs) I'm going to go with a good sense of humor. I am going to go a sweet and caring personality. Okay, you're at work and there's a fight in the break room. What do you do? (laughs) (laughs) Call your boss. Get between them and ask them to talk it out. Watch what happens. Try to ease the tension with a funny joke. Join the fight. (laughs) Or throw yourself on the floor and yell gibberish. (laughs) I would probably get between them to try to get them to talk it out or join. But I think I would just watch what happens. I'm just going to watch what happens. (laughs) Um, What's your ideal holiday destination? The Maldives, Paris, Hawaii, London, Sicily, Barcelona, Amsterdam, Cape Town, Thailand, or Indonesia? Korea. That's not on here for some reason. (laughs) None of these places. Uh, I'm going to say, I was really into White Lotus this season, so I'm going to say Sicily, because it was filmed in Italy. I'm going to say the Maldives, Maldives. I don't know how you say it. I think either way, but that's what I'm saying. Okay. Only two more questions, guys. Sorry, this is a long one. Uh, How would Mm -hmm. your friends describe you? Kind, caring, honest, helpful, lazy. Strong, optimist, funny, brave, or hardworking? Um, caring. I'm going to say brave. And what is your favorite dessert? Apple pie, Portuguese tarts, Belgian waffles, carrot pie. Never had that. Uh, peach cobbler, bananas foster, cheesecake, vanilla gelato, chocolate chip cookies, or peach cobbler? There's way too many options. Peach Cobbler was there twice, so. Oh, yes. This person loves Peach Cobbler. We know what the writer's favorite dessert is. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say Bananas Foster because I haven't had that in a while. I'm going to say Chocolate Chip Cookies. Okay. What song is your K-pop theme song charity? I got Secret by Cosmic Girls. It says, your K-pop theme song is Secret by Cosmic Girls. Shh, you're going to have a sweet day with this lovely song, but it's a secret. Happiness is coming your way, full of life and stars. 
Your charms are going to be so on point today that people will be asking, what's your secret? Okay. <laughs> well, well. Oh. okay. Um, <laughs> I got just right. I got seven. Ooh. It seems like your mood is just right. Despite the bad things, you always look up for the positivity in your heart. Okay. <laughs> All right. Really interesting. Um, interesting, uh, I guess, but. I don't think this was totally spot on, but it was a no, fun one because this person really fun. put a lot of details into this. Yeah. So thank you for playing along with us and listening. Let us know your K-pop theme song. I'm happy with mine. I love God Seven, so mm-hmm. I will gladly take it. Again, we will post the quiz on Twitter on Friday, NYC K-pop Queens, and the link is in the description of the podcast you're listening to right now. So let us know what song you got. Let's move on. It's time to talk about Sheed. It's spelled X-E-E-D. They debuted at the end of 2022 on Nature Space Entertainment. Uh, it's four members ranging in age from 26 to 30. They crowdfunded for their That's debut. So, cool. so this is a really interesting kind of story. We thought we should talk about it. The EP is called Dreamland. The single is called Dreamland. Charity, how are you feeling about this song? I liked it. And the more I listened, the more it actually grew on me. Uh, It has a retro sound with that synth, the beat, and the sound effects that they used. I like the chorus and the crowd sounding kind of haze and woes in the chorus, which were kind of very 80s sounding. Um, I love the bridge when Doha goes into his lower register. He's got a really nice range. And then Mm -hmm. I believe it's pronounced uh, Ronnie, Roni. Mm-hmm. Ronnie or Roni, I couldn't figure out how to say it, uh, comes in singing in English that all he wants to do is make love to you. Sing it, Roni. Ronnie, I loved it. I was here for that, obviously. <laughs> Grown men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're letting us what know. Did you, what did you think? I like the song. Um, Duha, yeah. he's the first one that starts it off. He's the leader of the group. And I love his mm-hmm. tone. I love mm-hmm. his tone. Immediately it stood out to me. Oh, that guy has a nice voice. Um, I think Jamin is a star. I like his part in the second verse. Bao, the rapper, and if, apologies if I'm not saying it right, but he's great. He does a really good job. There's some nice harmonies here, some interesting switch-ups, a good beat. This is a good K-pop song, and they have some mm-hmm. really strong vocals. So I think all in all, this is a great debut song. What did you think of the music video? I thought they all looked really handsome. They look young. Mm-hmm. Again, like... You guys, 26 is not that old. You know what? I'm just going to do a breaking news. 30 is not that old. Like, it is not old. You're not old if you're 30. Um, You're not old if you're, like, 70. Let's stop age-shaming people. Like, they're not old. And I thought that they looked really great and handsome. Uh, So it's funny that we're saying, you know, these guys were an older debuting group because, to me, they looked really young and fresh. Yeah. The choreography is fun. It's fast. It fits the song. There's enough shots of each member that you get a feel for who's who, which I think is really important in a debut. Uh, the styling's nice. Mm-hmm. It's a good video. I think Jamin is a great dancer, and he he's kind of a star on camera. Rapper kills it. I think he's really handsome and cool. Duha, I love him. He reminds me of Byung Chan from Victon. Mm-hmm. They have a similar look and vibe. Yeah. And- you know, he's up there with my biases. So uh, <laughs> I like him quite a bit. I thought it was a good video. I like this debut. I'm here for it. What did you think of the music video? 
Oh gosh, I loved it. I love the single shots of all of them, especially it starts uh, Duha. Is that how you pronounce it? He has got the suit on with the loose tie, the vest, the cuff sleeve with his forearm showing and the watch on. And he's kind of looking at something in his hand in deep contemplation. That was like the hottest visual to me. And luckily it made several appearances. Um, (laughs) I I was just like, wow, who is that? The styling was great overall. I really liked the all green outfits, um, and I wish they kind of done that more. It was only in a couple scenes, but I really like that color. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It was really pretty. You don't re- you don't really see it too Cute. often, which is why I was like, oh, we should have – it was like more like a forest emerald green. It was really pretty. Uh, I thought the choreography was great. I love the hand movements during the chorus. And then they had some breakdancing elements, which I thought went with that kind of sound of the song. Lots of hippie movements. Uh, and I think we found another group for us, Emily. Very grown. I like them. I like yeah. them a lot. Yeah. I thought that this was strong. What about the rest of the project? What's, what song stood out to you from this EP? I love Mirage and A Boy from Future. Okay. I love Stargazing and A Boy from Future. So talk to okay. us about Mirage. Uh, this is actually my favorite song on the album. Um, I think it should have been the single. Uh, it has a great synth and beat. It has such a great K-pop sound. I love Bao's rap. He's got a cool tone. Uh, mm-hmm. Duha on the bridge. I love how he went high real quick on certain words and then back down. It was how he did it. I wasn't expecting. I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really like that song a lot. Um, I love stargazing. This is my type of song. It's like happy and uplifting and fun. It was like every day I kind of have a song that defines my day. Uh, Mm -hmm. Side note, (laughs) weird Emily side note. (laughs) There's always a song I'll be like, I I listen to music pretty quickly after I get up in the morning and there's always like a certain song. I'm like, yes, this song is how I feel right now. And on Monday this week, stargazing was my song. I was like, I love Mm. this song. I just kept going back to it. And it's kind of a nice way to start your week. It's just one of those like uplifting songs, but I'm obsessed with Duha's tone. Ooh, I love the tone of this man's voice. So I just, I really like that song. It's a, it's a good K-pop song. And then we have to talk about a boy from the future. I love the click sounding beat in the intro. I love the build up to the chorus and the chorus melody I thought was really, really catchy. Mm-hmm. The song has like a nostalgic vibe, which... I really liked. I love the little remix and the instrumentation as it went into one of Bao's raps. And I thought that was a little cool change up that worked. It was different, but it didn't feel jarring. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really liked it. What do you think? It reminds me, the song reminds me a bit of a song from the K-drama Startup. If any of you have seen that, Red Velvet did a song called Future. It's like one of my favorite songs. It's so good. And this song reminded me of it. It's really, mm-hmm. it has that happy, nostalgic feel. It's very cinematic and hopeful sounding so I just love it I love the emotions that stirred in me uh and again nice vocals really nice vocals from these guys so what a night what a nice debut this is a solid debut and this is a group that crowdfunded to be able to do this so crazy they worked their butts off to get where they are and I think this project is wonderful I really like it I'm so here for this group we have to talk biases so I think yeah, go for it. Oh, I th- I don't know if we have the same bias, but I think our bias, I think my bias would definitely be in your bias line, whether it's your bias or wrecker. So yeah, okay. I think we're, I think we might have similars. Charity, would you like to guess my bias? 
I think your bias is Duha. Duh. <laughs> and then for you, I chose him as your wrecker. I thought maybe Bao would be your bias. Okay, so fair enough. I have I definitely went back and forth. I, I okay. really did. I watched the video many times and I'm like, who am I looking at the most and who excited me the most? Bao's rap, I love. I love the tone of his voice. Visually, I like him. But Duha, I've... No, but who's your wrecker? Bow's my wrecker. See, that's what I said. Like, oh. yeah. So I think he's yeah. your wrecker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Duha is my bias. Okay, okay. I knew it would be those two. I wasn't... Like, I, yeah. I thought it was yeah. going to be a reverse. Like, Bow would be your bias and Duha would be your wrecker. Is your wrecker Jamin? Yes. Ah, look at me. I knew it. Yes. Look at you, Charity. It's been a while. You got him right. Mine, I got I got yours half right. Yes. I got the guys right, yeah. just wrong yeah. order. Yeah. 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 Enough, though, I did I did wobble back and forth. So you weren't yeah. completely wrong. Okay. Yeah. I knew it would be one of those two. So we have the same bias. That's always special. Yeah. Queendom. Y'all know it's rare. Of the like probably <laughs> thousands of groups we've reviewed at this point, there's like three where we have the same bias. Um, oh boy, groups anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girls a lot of times were a little bit more yeah. on par, like similar with. Yeah. What's interesting is that we didn't pick Ronnie, and that's probably a good thing because he left the group yesterday. Oh wow! No. So they just debuted like six weeks ago, <sighs> and all the sacrifices they had to make to debut, and they've been working so hard. And the label came out and said Ronnie quit. That's pretty much what the statement said what? that he left abruptly for personal reasons. They're oh. gonna c- can try to continue with the three of them. So, Jeez. what a major bummer! What a major yeah. major bummer! Because like you put in all that work. And you put out a good product and you're working your butt off just to get some exposure and, you know, try to keep the dream alive. All it takes is one person to ruin it for everyone. Yeah, pretty like, much. Yeah. Oh, God. I I feel so <sighs> bad for them. Yeah. Um, when I saw that, I was like, wait, we're reviewing them tomorrow. <laughs> like, oh, oh wait a minute. So hopefully this group can continue because like Cherry said, like, this is a group that we like we're here for them yeah. we wanted to give them some exposure on the podcast because this is a really good debut and for me it doesn't matter how old they are if this was a younger yeah. group this is a good debut this is a good ep but i think it's special that they are older and i think that that's a formula that can work mm-hmm. if obviously the members buy in when you have yeah. older people with more life experience it's not as easy to control and they might yep. just want to yeah. be solo and do their own thing so, you know, it's a double-edged sword, but I think like if I was running a label, I would want people that enlisted. Here's what I would do. You enlist when you're 18. So you've been mm-hmm. a trainee. Let's say you've been a trainee since you were 14. You enlist when you're 18. You come back a year and a half later, get right back into training. And then I debut you at like 20, maybe yeah. 21. I think there's a middle ground here where you could debut idols yeah. like in their early 20s after they've enlisted. And that's what I would do. Same. I like that. I'm on board. Great. I think that's a good formula because you're still going to get a lot of years out of them after they debut um, while they're young and whatever and could do the really difficult choreography, but they're not Mm going to be so old that you have egos and too many outsiders like trying to disrupt the group. Who knows what happened here? Who knows? Hopefully Ronnie's okay and it's not health related or anything negative, but it's just very disappointing. Yeah. So... We're rooting for you guys. I yeah, I, I like this debut. Uh, so I would still 
tell the queendom listen to it if you haven't it's actually really good mm-hmm. EP. the music's good they're called sheed x-e-e-d and why don't we play clips so they can hear yeah. this is dreamland their first single Oh my gosh, we both love this song so much. Such a good song. It, the, the whole album's good. It's just like, yeah. I really hope these three, because I think all three of them have a presence and they're strong. I hope they mm-hmm. continue. I hope they continue. You can have a trio vocal group. It's a little bit harder, yeah. but you can do it. And I hope that they continue. And, you know, hopefully for Roni, um, uh, Ronnie, we, we're not sure how to pronounce his name yet because they're such a new group. It's been hard yeah. to find correct pronunciations. Uh Hopefully he's okay and whatever happened, you know, it feels to me like it wasn't the best because they erased all of his images like off the social media and stuff. So something went Mm. down and it wasn't great. Uh, We wish them luck. We're we're here for older K-pop debuts. Do some older K-pop debuts. Uh, There's there's a large audience for Mm -hmm. groups that aren't 15. So just saying. (laughs) <laughs> just saying let's move on to some k-pop news we spoke about jimin earlier and it's official we aren't gonna have to wait that long for this jimin solo debut he's officially debuting as a solo act in february get ready fans yeah i think we all knew i think like fans knew because it was clear like when bts went and um to send off Jin when Jin enlisted that his hair was dyed freshly Mm -hmm. clearly for like photo shoots and stuff around his album and you know he's been in LA a lot recording so we're ready Jimin uh and Jimin was also just named an official ambassador for Dior Mm -hmm. so I really like seeing this because I thought I always thought that Dior was who they should have gone with if they had signed an exclusive deal and I was so disappointed that they went with Louis when they signed with LV I just don't think like for BTS, for me, that wasn't on brand. And I, I thought they looked ridiculous and half the stuff they were wearing. It just was off an awful partnership. Yeah. Uh, I'm so happy that Jimin is back with um, Kim Jones and the Dior team. I think that's the perfect fit for him. So he's going to be the face of Dior, which is so cool. Um, Suga also announced this week. This is a big week for fashion. Uh, he mm-hmm. is an official ambassador for Valentino. Suga signed with mm-hmm. Valentino. And I loved the images, the initial images with the announcement. That seems like a really fitting match. And then our guy Taeyang, he was named with Givenchy this week. So K-pop idols taking over the fashion world as they should. They are the trendsetters. Like stuff that people wear in America was cool five years ago in K-pop world. Um, I love that like the fashion houses embrace it and they're really everyone's getting assigned. There was a huge thing on Twitter this week about how, like who started this. 
And I really do think it probably was Blackpink. All four Mm -hmm. of them had exclusive deals. But even before them, I would say Big Bang with G-Dragon because G-Dragon had an exclusive with Chanel. He may have been the first. But whoever started it, it is now the thing. All of these idols are signing and becoming faces for major fashion houses. So that's exciting. That's smart. Um, Espa is performing this year in New York at Governor's Ball. Congratulations to them. They've got a good lineup. T by T announced a world tour. I think this time they're finally playing bigger venues is what I'm guessing. The venues haven't been announced, but the locations are bizarre. They changed up locations. I think this could be a good or bad thing. We'll have to see how it works. But you know the standard New York, LA, Chicago, Atlanta, Houston. Yeah. This time they're doing San Antonio. Mm. They're doing Charlotte. They're doing Long Island. I'm guessing they're going to play UBS where Twice played. Mm, Yeah. So they're doing different locations. That could be a good thing because the truth of the matter is unless you live in one of those five big cities, you're buying a plane ticket to go to these concerts. So it kind of doesn't matter where it is. People are still going to travel to Charlotte to go see him, you know? So I think they're going to sell out no matter what, no matter where, like, they're going to sell out, but it was interesting to see those cities. I just really hope Big Hit does not drop the ball with T by T like they did last time. Oh my they God, deserve big arenas. Like, whatever. Uh, Jackson Wang announced tour dates. They're kind of more of the standard. But one thing that's frustrating me with it, he's playing arenas everywhere except for San Francisco and L.A. And yeah. I'm not sure why you wouldn't play an arena in L.A. for a K-pop show. When you're at his level, he's playing the Shrine Hall, which is where I saw DPR. That's maybe like a 6,000 capacity. It's small. And it's also not the best uh, acoustics and stuff. I was really disappointed when I saw that that's that's Jackson's location. Meanwhile, in New York, he's doing Barclays. Yeah. So it's just like weird. But those tickets, the presale already happened, obviously sold out very quickly. So good luck to everyone who's still trying to get tickets. It's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be tough to get tickets to that. Jackson, people underestimate his kind of reach in this world. He's been around a long time. Congratulations to SF9 and Monsta X. We reviewed both of their albums last week, and they had their highest first week sales in Korea with those albums. So major success. That's exciting. Both of those products were great, and they deserve it. Uh, February, Stacy come back. It's time for Stacy to come back. Remember them? <laughs> oh yeah. I feel like K-pop moves so quickly. Stacy was like the hottest, most popular group, and then Espa came along, and they were the hottest, most yeah. popular group. And then, <laughs> new, and then New Jeans came along. Yeah. Like the girl groups, it's like you have like one year, and then the next group will come and steal your crown. But Stacy has a comeback in February. I'm really looking forward to it. I think they're super talented. They've been gone too long. This is interesting. So Ravi is under investigation for trying to evade military service. So, yeah, I guess like there's some brokers that get you a doctor's exam and note saying you have epilepsy. So you're you do civil servant instead of active duty. And they were busted. And he was one of the people. Uh, whose name was involved. So Mm. investigation is still ongoing. Nothing's been proven, but it's a pretty big story in Korea. Interesting. Hmm. I talked about Suga sitting down with Yang on his show, and something interesting came out of it. 
is that Suga told him BTS would not exist without Big Bang. Mm. But they really opened the mm. doors. And and I, I think that's interesting because you see so much on social media and so many fan wars. BTS paved the way. BTS did it. Big Bang didn't do it. Like there's been a lot of disrespect towards first and second generation that, you know, BTS is really the one that broke through. And I love seeing a BTS member look a Big Bang member in the eyes and say, we wouldn't be here without you guys. You guys yeah. were the ones. Like Yoongi is saying, no, <laughs> Big Bang deserves a lot more respect. So I love seeing yeah. that. And I, I hope it would give armies more perspective on the history of K-pop and BTS were not the first ones. And there were groups working for decades to break down barriers internationally to get them there. So I love seeing him recognize that and verbalize that. It was very cool. Big week for K-pop idols in fashion. A lot of idols are in Paris right now for fashion week. Um, mm-hmm. Hyun from 17 and 10 were at the YSL show and Hypen looked great at the Prada show today. Like Hyesung killing it. Oh my goodness. Big week, a lot of pictures, a lot of fun stuff. I'm sure a lot more will come out, but as you all know, we record this podcast on Wednesday, so forgive me if I forgot anything. I also just want to say, you know, it is 17 days, 15 days when this comes out on Friday until Bacon comes home. I'm just saying. We're getting so close, Charity. In two weeks, he will be home, and then we're going to get that XO comeback. We're going to get Super M comeback. We're going to get tons of content from him. I am not ready. Like, I really cannot believe how fast time goes. It feels like just yesterday we were recording when he enlisted. I know. I know. It's very exciting time. I'm freaking out, clearly. Such personality. Best personality in K-pop. We need bacon. Um, Happy belated birthday to my mom and Jenny Kim. I shared last week that my dad shares a birthday with young one. My mom shares a birthday with Jenny. So happy birthday to them. That was this past weekend. It's time, Charity. What is your song of the week? We had a lot of interesting stuff this week. I am going to have to go with Vibe by Taeyang and Jimin. Okay, I'm going to go with Rose by Got the Beat. Mm, nice. Next week, we have a full show. Twice. Twice is releasing a new English single. It's going to be the first single off their upcoming album. So excited to hear from them. Uh, Jin Young, speaking of GOT7, Jin Young from GOT7 just released something new we're going to talk about. The ladies from Signature, a girl group that I don't think we've discussed on this podcast. Well, we're going to next week. So fans, make sure you come back. New episodes drop every Friday morning. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this community. We are so grateful. We loved last week's episode because as most of you know, we are huge mom babies. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you all had a chance to watch the choreography video and all of their performance videos. It was a really fun weekend for me, kind of soaking that all in. Um, it's so good to see Monster X back. So thank you all for all the positive comments from last week's show. We really appreciate it. We love our mom baby family. Just thank you for listening. Thank you for loving K-pop as much as we do and giving us the opportunity to talk about it every week. We love you, Queendom. We will talk to you next week. I hope you're all safe and healthy. Have a great weekend. Have a great start to your week. Bye. We love you guys. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye.